Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Six Feet Under. We got a great uh, Six Feet special for you today. We're going to be playing Strike. Uh, with us, we have myself, Ironicus, and uh, also Drackle, Ix, Panzer, and Garbad from the regular crew. Uh, I'm very happy, for one thing, to have Panzer and Garbad from our D&D uh, &D game join in on one of our specials for the first time. I'm so happy we get to really knit the Six Feets family together. Yeah, I can I can really say I think I've made an impact on this game already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And at the same time, I'd like to welcome our very special guest. Please introduce yourself as you'd like to be introduced for the second time. Hi, I'm Jim. I wrote this game. All right. <laughs> Again. Man, man, a few words, but we're so glad to have you. All right, like I said, Strike is the name of the game, and it is a, uh, if you listen to our pod chat, you know that it is based on a, a combination of ideas primarily from Burning Wheel and the fourth edition of D&D, uh, &D. and if you're wondering what the heck that looks like, well, you're about to find out. Uh, everything is determined by the rule of a single D6, and uh, what the results mean pretty much depend on what you were trying to do. Uh, just a series of short little charts and a whole lot of awesome advice. It, it basically makes up Strike until you get to really cool uh, class and role design for the tactical combat, but that's for later in the adventure. Uh, another thing that's great about it is that there is no defined setting. It is eminently reskinnable, so let me tell you about the setting I put together after I breathe, because that's a lot of talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, on December 21st, in the near future, that which was hidden was, has become manifest. That's right, the Illuminati has uh, made themselves known as our secret masters, uh, our no longer secret masters, as they instituted a new world order. Now, several years after that, uh, denizens of the Hollow Earth are a common sight in uh, city streets as Queen Beyonce rules America from her bunker beneath uh, uh, Denver International Airport. And all of those, every conspiracy you thought was true, probably is. And really, there's no probably about it. Uh, unless there's an even crazier version where that's the true one. Uh, the one you're thinking of, that's way too lame to be real. Uh, so that's the basic idea, and uh, we'll fill in the rest as we get to it. Now, uh, in a world such as this, we find some uh, interesting folk, like one Adam Smasher. What's Adam up to today? Adam Smasher, um, well, and what the first, heck is he? You'd first of all be surprised to learn that there is nothing inside that uh, former NASA issue spacesuit, but a constant and living explosion. You see, with the revelation of all these conspiracy theories, they added about uh, 18 elements to the periodic table that day alone, but that day was also a while ago. So now we're up to the 2,209 elements of the expanded periodic table, which, when combined in just the right way, explode. And when those, the remnants of those explosions drift down in ashen form and recombine, they just happen to form an equally powerful explosive. And so on and so forth, a constant, unending explosion that the researchers, for some reason, decided to institute inside a spacesuit. Hey. Which turned out to be a pretty good idea, because it came to life. Here I am, Adam Smasher. DARPA's weird like that. Don't judge them. Uh, wh where, what does Adam get up to on the average day? Where does he live? Well, Adam Smasher is a product of 
uh, molecular physics, and so it's only appropriate that he would become interested in molecular physics himself. And so he works in a lab, though... Uh, the, his original creators, unfortunately, uh, were wiped from the map by some kind of horrible conspiracy theory of their own. He has his own secret private lab in an underground bunker, which is ex- extra convenient for him since he doesn't really need to eat or drink anything. All right. And uh, deep within this bunker, uh, as we all know, the, the most far-reaching intelligence network in the world is the United States Postal Service. So even they can get there. Yeah, uh, or, or rather, they can even get there. Uh, so, in the Daily Mail, not the newspaper, the the mail you get every day. Uh, well, actually, also in the Daily Mail, but it was a misprint. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, in today's mail delivery, uh, there is a uh, yellow parchment envelope addressed to Adam Smasher. Uh, oh, how yeah. traditional. Adam With signs a, to himself in American Sign Language since he cannot speak. With a wax seal and everything. Uh, within, there's a letter from mis- uh, a Mr. Demter introducing himself to you as uh, uh, someone who is aware of your skills and would appreciate your presence uh, with a time and a date and a street address that in Chicago, Illinois. Molecular physics have become kind of obsolete in this bold new world, so this is extra exciting for me. <laughs> in this world where, you know, you can just cast a spell to do whatever, we've kind of fallen by the wayside, so you can bet I'll be there. Uh, speaking of less uh, scientific and more on the mystical end, although he, he might not agree, there's also a fellow by the name of Johnny Riptowski. What does he get up to in his day-to-day? Well, Johnny Reptowski, he's uh, he works for the International Lizardhood of Lizard People, which is the uh, the Hollow Earth's first union, which was founded by Jimmy Hoffa after he after he disappeared. So uh, he's a he's a lizard person, um, and lizard people have been among us for for decades and uh, disguising themselves as the wrinkly old white guys who run everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now that uh, they aren't necessarily needed so much to infiltrate the government, since there's no secret government, it's just the regular government now, what, is, what does Johnny do for a living? Well, he's still involved with, uh, with the union, and uh, right now he's working in an office based out of Detroit. Okay. Uh, Johnny Riptowski, uh, while he's doing his filing, you know, t- talking to people heading up locals, uh, calling into the central office there. Uh, Johnny finds a, uh, a folder that uh, has a, uh, you know, m- most of the folders are going to be blank manila, but this one has a large stamp, you know, about four inches in diameter right in the center. And it happens to be uh, the same stamp that was the seal uh, on Adam Smasher's envelope. And within, you find a dossier on... Uh, the same uh, Mr. Detmer, uh, and uh, essentially containing the same instructions to meet on this spring day on the corner of uh, Michigan and Congress in Chicago, Illinois. All right, well, um, I guess Johnny will uh, tell his secretary to take care of things while he's gone and go hop on a train. All right. It's about seven hours. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> Even the Illuminati taking over can't make it not suck. 
Oh, I'm not looking forward to my holiday plans. Uh, <laughs> then that brings us to uh, probably the mo well. I guess I couldn't possibly say that considering uh, who else is uh, left, but one of the more unusual looking uh, members of what will be a crew, a uh, fella goes by JD. Tell, tell me about JD. Well, there's not much to say. My mother was a witch and my father was the devil, a.k.a. Lucifer, a.k.a. perdition. Okay, okay. Um, and what sort of son would a witch and the devil himself beget? Well, the, so people call me the Jersey Devil. Um, you can call me JD if you want. The Garden State. It's lovely. And uh, does JD still live in Jersey these days? Has he uh, moved away? I still have a place out there in the Pine Barrens. Oh. But okay. But I, I travel a lot for my work. And uh, he's been around for a long time. How have the changes of the past few years affected his, his life? Has he come out of hiding? Or is he still just spooking people every once in a great while? Oh, there's, well, there's been a lot, of, uh, a lot of work to do in the past couple of years. Oh? A lot of, uh, a lot of, lot of crazy-ass monsters to fight. Ah, so he's a, he's a monster hunter in, in both senses, you could define the phrase. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, JD is standing over his uh, last uh, uh, success. Seems there was a me a hodag. There was a hodag that was causing trouble uh, down in in the city. Uh, hodags in urban centers you don't see them often, and there's a reason for that. So uh, JD fixed the problem there, but. Uh, when he uh, turns him in for the bounty, uh, the uh, 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 sheriff uh, hands him along with uh, his paycheck. Say, oh, uh, this came for you. I guess they didn't know any other address to reach you. And you see the now familiar yellowed parchment envelope. Uh, summoning, uh, uh, congratulating uh, JD on his skills and saying that there may be a... Uh, a very lucrative job for him at the same day and date. That brings us to our final two, a, a double act, Providence and Laika. Uh, so yeah, you two, tell, tell me about your characters. Are they a, are they a, a package deal? Um, we are indeed a package deal. I am Providence, a giant flying eyeball. I come from the planet of giant flying eyeballs. This is my companion. This is my companion, Laika. I have met her during my space vacation. Oh yeah, the the spacation, very popular. Yes, it is very common among the eyeball people to take space vacations. But I digress. I have come to Earth to screw with Earthlings. It is pretty sweet. You may know the Freemasons and the Illuminati. <laughs> I've heard of them. I've heard of them. Well, those guys are always bothering me. They seem to think I'm awesome. Well, you can't fault him for that. She she may be accidentally responsible for the Freemasons. That's all. Fine and well. Laika, my all-seeing eye dog, will tell you about herself. So I am I am Laika. 
and a long time ago I uh, I was in a Russian lab and one day so they stabbed me with this needle and then I grew spaghetti arms and I hugged everybody and they all died but then uh, well, they said I was a super good dog anyway, and they taught me how to fly a spaceship. But really, they taught me wrong, but I figured it out anyway. <laughs> I, I I was wondering if they, if I had just gone with what they taught me, I would have been lost in space forever. But fortunately, I figured it out, so they launched me into space, and now I am Lake of the Space Dog. All right. Also, uh... sometimes what what I also what I do from day to day is I am Providence's personal driver. And I drive wherever he or she or it wants. And also, sometimes I bark at things, even when there's nothing there, because Providence gives me real bacon from a box that says begging strips. You love bacon. You can't lie about bacon. There's no way it couldn't be. It's true. It's true. Also, how And also, I kept my space helmet. <laughs> it looks very good on you. Did you learn how to talk in space? I usually stick my head out the window when we're driving. <laughs> yeah, that, that gets the point across. So, uh, what, what's the living situation like? What does an average day in the life of Providence and Leica look like? Well, my spaceship looks like a common Earth Camaro vehicle. <laughs> we, we drive from town to town and I bartend for tips to buy Leica delicious snacks. I sleep on the street sometimes. Laika is a good dog. I'm a good dog. Alright, uh, one day while uh, digging up, uh, scrounging for uh, uh, delicious things, uh, once again, one of these strange and mysterious envelopes pops up out of uh, Laika's favorite dumpster. Rather I can't read! <laughs> Providence! What is, I can't it? Read. what is it, my companion? I know you cannot read. What is this paper you found? What is this paper you found? I look at the paper. Uh, okay, breaking open the wax seal, you see uh, a, a very old-fashioned letter uh, from a... Uh, what, is it? what I call it? From a Mr. Detmer uh, that is addressed specifically to you. Uh, knows your name, knows some things you've been up to lately, and is once again very impressed and offers a very... Uh, a, a great opportunity to mess with a bunch of Earth people who will be very upset. In this a, seems in a, important! In a really entertaining manner. <laughs> like a... We have business to attend to of screwing with nerds. Do I, do I get to drive the car? You get to drive. Yay. Let's go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use Leica's skill competitive driving to get there as fast as possible. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh <laughs> Leica, you must not drive so recklessly. This is the only way I know how to drive! <laughs> You're doing your best. I, I only have competitive driving. I don't have normal driving, so I can only drive competitively. <laughs> okay, so uh, not only did are you the last to arrive, uh, you completely failed at being competitive. Uh, but uh, you get a strike. See, uh... I, I should mention, this is an audio medium, uh, a 1 was rolled uh, uh, on a d6, which means twist with a strike. 
So a twist means something threw off your plans. You may or may not have been successful, but something somewhere has gone wrong. The strike is something that gives a disadvantage going forward. Uh, so I will say that uh, in the drive uh, to drive as hard as possible and get there first, uh, not only uh, did the car break down and then subsequently get repaired, uh, making them late, but the uh, waiting up all night for uh, uh, the repairs, Providence and Laika are rather tired at the moment. I am cranky. <laughs> I'll, I'll just sleep on the way. Uh, You're driving. Uh, I guess that's why we're late. No. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Laika, how could you? No bacon for a week. How long is a week? The week is over. Here is your bacon. Yum. That was a long week. Well, I eat the bacon. You should roll the d6 for that bacon. Okay. Are you... Oh my gosh. Garbat has once again rolled a one. Not only does he not learn the bacon skill, but he earns another strike. <laughs> I wasn't looking, so it doesn't bacon. count. Uh. Oh. Okay, well then I better re-roll this. <laughs> Learn the terrible yes. secret that it was not real bacon. He oh no, what a terrible secret out. indeed. I'm sorry, did, are you, uh, do you have a skill for, for scrounging for bacon or not? Uh, I don't think this is, yeah, I don't have the eat bacon skill. <laughs> I don't think eat bacon is a skill. I think that's just the thing you do. It's okay. just a way of life. It's just a dog trait. Anyhow, uh, as summoned, uh, or rather as instructed, it's a little formal to call it a summons, uh, but you arrive uh, on the corner of Michigan and Congress in Chicago, Illinois, on uh, March the 17th. So it's deathly cold and there's 17 inches of snow on the ground. <laughs> And uh, you see before you uh, uh, two very wide roads, very busy roads going uh, in each direction, uh, one east-west, one north-south. And before you, there are two great statues of Native Americans on horseback. Uh, and uh, between them, in, in that courtyard, uh, among the potted trees, is a young man with uh, rather uh, dark and sunken eyes, uh, and a slouch who uh, looks at you and is clearly the, the person uh, who's been waiting for you. Big bulky spacesuit waves at him. <laughs> uh, there, there's sort of a crooked half smile uh, in response to, to being recognized. Adam bought a cowboy hat on the way over here. <laughs> He's always been a sucker for old movies. I go over to him, cowboy hat and toe, and wave. And then I quickly sign out, wondering if he knows sign language. Uh, he s shakes his head no. Uh, so that you think he knows a few things, but not fluent. I guess that's my choice to my chance to use a complication, huh? That, or he's very uh, lucky at guessing. The first thing you'd ask is, "Can you understand the language I'm using?" Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and use a complication, though, just so we can show off how that system works. Okay. A complication is a player, such as myself, uh, willingly using one of the negative attributes of their character, 
or at least uh, complicated attributes of their character to give themselves... Um, well, it's an automatic twist in a situation, which is an automatic things don't go as you planned, but I get an action point going forward, right? Yep. Cool. So I am up to two action points at the slight cost of this guy not understanding me at all. <laughs> That's true. Uh, he's just slouching, waiting for everybody to get within earshot, uh, leaning up against uh, the... Uh, southern statue. So the one you see on your right. Nailed he's, it. He's over he's... here. Wait, hang on. Let me make my pog slightly smaller now that I'm in the distance. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if I can. I think only the DM can change the size. Ah. Right. We can rotate Oops. it, though. I'll do that. I'm not Whoa. falling over. I'm not fucking falling <laughs> off. No, he's falling down the stairs. Is uh, is, is floating off into space? So, so okay. is everybody going to to approach okay, this I guy? Okay, I demand you. I demand you take control away from all of other players, but myself. <laughs> Before Garbat has a chance to, to ruin things, things again. Don't let him roll. It's fine. <laughs> I've already rolled three times. No, you're not allowed to roll anymore. <laughs> Okay, Leica and Providence probably pull up right about now, right? Yeah. I, okay. We can just say that we've all sort of <laughs> appeared at the same time. Okay. So, uh, with this sort of smirking tone of voice, he uh, introduces himself. This is indeed the Mr. Detmer who contacted you, or at least that's who he claims to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, after... Yeah, so, so uh, how's your trip? Everybody uh, feeling all right? Our car broke down. He's completely uninterested in what you have to say, but he just thought it'd be polite to make small talk. Uh, so let me just ask you a quick question. What what do you see here? He says, gesturing at the whole uh, whole square, the whole courtyard. Adam is kind of stymied because this guy clearly doesn't understand him and he's not very good at miming because he's in a giant bulky spacesuit, but he does his best to just gesture to the statues. Just, yay, yep, there they are. The public park in the middle of the city. We appear to be in a human gathering square. Uh, I hate squares. <laughs> they have one more point. Better. One more point than the perfect... <laughs> uh, Alright, let me rephrase. What don't you see? Oh Adam, God! Adam impatiently mimes the spear and bow. That's right. You see, we've got a spearman and a bowman here, but no spear or bow. History says that they never existed, that the uh, the sculptor made them that way, but we all know that the old history is full of secrets and lies. I would like you to go retrieve it, to re go retrieve them for me. Retrieve? <laughs> My companion is great at retrieving. Wonderful. That's that's great news, really. Adam might try to pet Leica, but it also might get him killed, judging by tentacles, so it's oh, hard to say. You can't see tentacles right now. Oh, well, he'll go for it then. I'm gonna... I'm, I'm a bit curious here. Mr. Whatever your name was, Denton. Detmer, thank you. Detmer. What's so what's so dangerous about getting some pieces of a statue that you need to call in a bunch of 
bunch of ne'er do wells. Perfectly like normal people. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't know where it is. But uh, between you, you're some. You've got connections. You've got research skills, and you seem like people who aren't going to let people disagreeing get in your way. Who's really going to put up a fight over some bronze spear? How would I know? I don't know where it is. I just like to cover my bases, if that's alright with you. Anyway, you've got three days. How's the pay? Uh, he, he scribbles a... Just like a... <laughs> he, he scribbles a figure down on a piece of monogrammed paper folded up inside his uh, chest suit pocket and and holds it out to you in like two fingers. Hmm. It is a number that you like. Well, all I have to do is find some piece of broke off a statue for that much. Consider it a vacation. It is a number equal to your wealth plus one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is a number that would Thanks, put you Adam's up into the next for, for wealth Lake, bracket. That's about if... ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, and that's a number you like, isn't it? That's like three, three packs I can't of bacon. Count that high. bacon. It's many bacon. I could buy you ten discount snacks. It's more than one bacon. Discount you get a snacks. bacon, and then you get a bacon again after that bacon. Discount snacks are the ones that are crunchy when they're normally not, or vice versa. Laika <laughs> is, <true. laughs> is the smartest dog in the world. Laika is actually pretty smart. So Laika no sign language. Is anybody is here? Laika is probably the smartest character I've played for a while. <laughs> So, uh, I guess the question is, if you're in? Yeah, I'm in. Adam looks a little... It's hard to tell, but Adam looks a little disappointed that is, this is significantly less scientific an adventure than he was expecting, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. his, uh... His note to Adam, instead of a number, is a name. Oh, boy. Does this have secret tells, this thing? Um... I don't think so. You can okay. send it to Skype. Yeah. Send it in Skype. No, Hang don't on. send it to all of us. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just uh, I'm just reading this note. Uh, I'm just unfolding it here, crinkle, opening crinkle. it up. Crinkle, crinkle. N. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, is that okay. his answer? Just a giant no. <laughs> no, I said oh. Oh. I said the first letter, and then I said oh, though, so I can see where you'd be confused, but Adam just nods. appears in his... Okay. No, that's silly. What do you think this game is? Some kind of massive silliness? This is deadly serious, futuristic, near-future... And uh, Johnny, when when Johnny Reptowski read through that that folder he had that led him here, he uh, learned a little more about uh, Mr. Detmer and his... Uh, uh, well, who, who is the, if the lizard people are unionized, who's management? <laughs> Basically, he knows this is a, a great opportunity to tweak the nose of that one guy who's really been infringing on, uh, paid leave. I bet, are they bird people who are management? <laughs> If Beyonce is the Empress, would it be maybe maybe Jay Z is? Yes, yeah. This is really going to get under Jay Z's really skin. Really likes to mess with the union. I mean, he he's wage theft. He uh, is a businessman. Come yeah. on. 
Jay-Z yeah, is, is actually business personified. He is a businessman. Alright, well, I'd like to get back at Jay-Z then. Okay. So that's, a first for, that's a first phrase for this, uh, this podcast. You got 99 <laughs> problem, you've got 99 problems, and I'm one of them. Let's get hey, out of here. Excuse me, strange sir, I was promised screwing around with nerds. Where does that fall into your plan for statue pieces? Uh, well, I don't necessarily know where they are, but I'm willing to bet there's a lot of nerds that uh, put it where it is and don't finding, want me to have it. Finding have the props of the humans which do not move. Angus, <laughs> can you just play props? <laughs> <laughs> you want to just trade characters right here, right now? Oh, God. Maybe later. Maybe okay. later. Okay. You're incredible. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so you are looking for the missing uh, spear and bow from the spearman and bowman. Uh, if you want to look up real life information, that's fine. I don't mind. Uh, but if you want to use your character's investigation skills, that's probably your best bet. I have a skill that says research. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where would you like to do research? Right now, you're in the middle of a uh, courtyard in the middle of a park. Yeah, but my, tab my tablet computing device has Wi-Fi. All right, that's the stuff. Let me just roll this giant, obnoxious orange D6. I've got a smartphone with a data plan and undernet access, so that's like the internet but for the Hollow Earth. Okay, hang on. I'm, I'm going to roll my giant orange D6 while you roll your digital D6, okay? Here we go. I got a three. Okay, and... Go three. Two threes. Uh, what skill was Johnny using? Oh. Um... <laughs> you know, good question. I actually don't have a skill to use my smartphone. What? What is uh, this thing? I'm not allowed to help him. Triumphantly whips it out of his pocket. Hold on, I am allowed to help. I just need to roll twice and take the lower. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Roll a three again. Well... That's 17, that's higher than 17 on a d6. Oh, a 1 on a d6. Alright, a 1 and a 3, so... Yeah, that's not helpful. So, twist for the strike. Meanwhile, so Adam... So, your help really was just, look, I have a phone too. <laughs> well, no, that's a helping roll, right? So, that just doesn't... Yeah. Doesn't add to his roll. Right. So, what, what was Adam's roll? I got a 3. Got a, that's and right. And since I, since I was using my research skill, that would be a success with a strike. Correct. Uh, so you do succeed in in uh, finding. Well, you know how far back there are untouched photos of it not being there. You know it wasn't there in uh, 1968 uh, during the uh, uh, demonstrations uh, for the uh, Democratic National Convention, but the, it was there. In uh, when they were installed, you uh, found uh, images of the sculptor's workshop that that clearly show a spear and a bow. Uh, I made sure to show everybody that on my cool tablet. So there's your success, and now your strike. Uh, <laughs> you got a virus from Johnny's cell phone that he held that he was holding up. <laughs> Basically, the, the strike is you 
Uh, that gives you about 40 years to work with. Ah, uh, yes. So, so there's the flaw in your success. Well, I uh, narrowed it down to 40 years, everybody. I know who to ask. Who, who? who should we ask, Laika? The wisest people I know. Laika, who do you know? I know homeless people. I'm going to use resources, uh, uh, homeless connections. Okay. To try to find somebody who's not scared of a floating eyeball and a talking dog who also might have some information. I got a four. Okay. Uh, that's just a straight-up success. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, walking out of the area, uh, having... Walk. What's that? Walk. Yeah, yeah, you can go for a walk. You want to go for a walk? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, heading uh, w- further west into the city, you see a streetwise, uh, someone selling streetwise. And uh, I'm sorry, what, what was the information you were looking for? Where is the bow and the spear? Oh, <laughs> you just want to stick <laughs> to the end, why don't you? Uh, <laughs> well, we got a success. So, uh, I mean, you find ahead, someone who used to, uh, uh, you know, just talking with them. They open up, they tell you their story. They used to work in City Hall in the 60s. And uh, knowing what Adam told you about the, uh, the, the, fear of the 68 riots you know there's stories of a whole lot of preparation before the yippies got here that uh, a a whole lot of loose stuff was taken out of the park anything that they thought could be used as a weapon Uh, so what so so yeah you have that information I kind of have an idea but I don't know what's your idea well I We'll use my real-life knowledge that there is a university across the street from this place. Mm-hmm. Might have a library in it. Okay. And so, yeah. How are you going to get into this university library when none of you are students? Oh, I got that. I got <laughs> that. I have my resources is connections with the scientific community. Oh, of course. Of course. Let me go ahead and roll my skill of uh, connection to the scientific community with my giant dice. I got I got another three. Okay, you get right in uh, to the uh, library. You, your credentials work. However, they had to run your credentials. So now there's a flag. Somebody knows you're here. At- oh, man. See, which one is that? Roosevelt University? Yeah, it's Roosevelt. Yeah. You're doing scientific research at Roosevelt University. (laughs) Truly the first scientist of the modern times. Yeah. Inventor of um, the gradiated cylinder. Yeah, let's go with that. All right, so so you're in. You're in. uh, X, X. I want to give you an action point for that joke. (laughs) Thank you. Now you have three action points. Thank you. <laughs> now, uh, what information do you seek here? Well, I'd say photographic records that are in more detail than the first installation 40 years ago and today, since that's about all I could find on Hopefully my... More comprehensive than Google. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, sorry, this is the far-flung future of Crazy Town, Bing. <laughs> you should check during that period in which people were grabbing everything for weaponry. 
Oh yeah, 2015. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are, are you going to look up city records then for the uh, uh, preparations in fear of a riot? Or are you going to look up more uh, Grant Park through the ages to, to fill in the gaps between uh, the... I think it was installed in the 1920s and the late 1960s. Adam's going to bow out of this part, all this history stuff. Adam's not great with it. He was made like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, this, well, maybe I can just uh, start flipping through some some history books about some of those area. some of those cool coffee table books that like compare pictures of then and now and maybe yeah. I'll get lucky. And I'm going to roll my luck of the devil skill. That's a bit of a catch-all, but all right. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of appropriate, though, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yes, absolutely. I roll a, skill, a skill that can only be used when you are doing things at complete random. I, I do like that. All right, so with a four, that's just a plain old success. Uh, and so, yeah, you do narrow down the search. It does seem pretty clear that these went missing in 1968. Uh, as a researcher you're able to identify that uh, different photo retouching techniques uh, that were used to paint these pictures as if the, the weapons had always been missing. But then suddenly from 1968 on, the pictures are immaculate. The, the, they uh, look they like they're missing because they were actually missing during that period. A little bit of retouching. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you've... Between what you've learned, it seems pretty clear that, yeah, they, they went missing because the city uh, took them down in, in fear of the uh, rioting in 68. But then Somebody they never came back up. a sword off a statue and using it. Yeah, but then they never came back. Okay, Leica's going to use a complication, dog in a man's world. She's rooting through the trash and gets kicked out of the library. <laughs> and finds the spear in the trash. I think it's only a complication if it gets us all kicked out of the library. Maybe so I went through it. a hell of a lot of trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, there's that's trash everywhere. Saying. I just L fed you. Look this at the trash ridiculous. walking all around you on two legs. <laughs> Lake oh, is chewing dear. something. You're not sure what exactly, but it's making crunching noises. <gasps> like, oh, drop that, that right away. You're Lyka. going to choke. Lyka walks away. Like it's another hodag, and now we've all been kicked out. What's next? <laughs> hey, that's up to you. You have more information than you started with. You've got a when, and you've got a probably who. Well, if it's the, the government... Oh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny wants to call up his, uh, his union oh. buddy. He wants to call up Jim, Before, Jim before oh, we get kicked out, do we have a chance to look up who those photos are credited to in the book? Uh, they are to a variety of people. Uh, a lot of them are were uh, uh, on city payroll because they are, you know, glamour shots for uh, just uh, uh, promotional stuff for for civic pride, for tourism. Uh, the right. ones from the 30s era are pretty much all WPA uh, photo credits. So sounds there's like your Roosevelt University, huh? <laughs> it sounds like we're going to have to find some uh, city records. Quick, to the secret underground real city hall. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Johnny was going to yeah, call some Johnny of his union buds. Jimmy Hoffa, because if, uh, if those weapons went out of here on trust or something, then the teachers might have known about it. 
Maybe they fell off those trucks somewhere else. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll my union connections skill and uh, see if Jimmy knows anything. Okay. Hey Jimbo. Oh, that that's the four I'm seeing right now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So eight, roll four. Sorry. I wasn't watching the box. Uh, so once again, that's a success. Uh, you do get Jimmy on the phone. He's uh, he's not doing too well, you know, at his age. But, <laughs> but he's still always happy to answer the phone for a friend. Uh, so I hope you're friends. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But in any case, he, he does give you a number. He knows a guy who knows a guy. This was totally... A union job to clean up and uh, eventually you get pointed to uh, he, he, he digs up these records for you right of uh, inventory of uh, items removed from Grant Park and items uh, Park. Uh, moved back in uh, after the end of every after the end of all of it right and there's a very clear discrepancy in the amount of scrap metal all right. It, it, it seems that uh, the bow and spear were uh, hidden in, in the uh, scrap metal uh, category. And then they, they just didn't move any scrap metal back. Because why would you want to put that in a park? That's crazy. Yeah, do we know where they went? Uh, you know, everything was taken to uh, a city vault. Uh, and you have an address. It's on the west side. Uh, yeah, it's a West Side address. Everyone, get in the car. Is Leica driving? Leica is driving. Oh boy, Leica will drive. We will go to this human vault and see uh, their garbage treasures. All right, rolling skill, competitive driving, six. Holy smokes! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cuts to that. Footage Maybe you could use that six somewhere non-competitive driving. Any chance of that? <laughs> Does it just nope. cut to the footage <laughs> of that watchdog's bug where the car flies across the city? Everybody knows watchdogs doesn't take place in Chicago. <laughs> Not the real Chicago. <laughs> hey, maybe by the time this goes up, my uh, watchdogs LP will be live. Who knows? What's watchdogs? Uh, it's what Laika was trained to be, but uh, she she had a, a greater destiny. Are we there? Watching yet? the stars. I think we're already there. You are definitely already there. You definitely arrive. It is you successfully drive to a place, so success is easy. The question is the bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have an idea? Because for a, a bonus for driving real good, you you sideswipe a hot dog cart and one falls right in your lap, Laika. <laughs> You know what? Uh, feeling the feeling the wind in her hair, Laika is reinvigorated and is no longer tired from the all nighter before. Yeah, that's especially. I I don't know how she's feeling the the wind through her space helmet. I guess it has an opening in the front. It's got like one of those little doors that opens up, so I can push snacks in. Oh, so okay. Probably have that. Yeah, that makes sense. The door is the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, this this is pretty shit. Space helmet if it's got a door in the front. The <laughs> <laughs> hatch in the glass part is not a Yeah, it's just, you know. Design. I mean, man, those there Russians. are reasons the Soviet space program did not last. <laughs> so, 
Okay, so Leica is no longer tired, and, and she doesn't, like, when she drives, she still sticks her, her head out the window. The bonus, the real bonus is you find the one street in Chicago you can park at without paying. We park right in the front. <laughs> okay, uh, looking at this, this was clearly a, uh, this is an old warehouse. It was obviously around in the, uh, the 1960s, although now it is a concert venue. The March of Time, my friends. Uh, it's it's a bar. Uh, it's a restaurant bar that has a, a pretty big concert room out back. Is, is it, it cowboy like a... themed? You're you're right under the pink line. It is not cowboy themed. They they have uh, indie bands. Someday, I guess we'll go inside. If we're right under the pink line, then we will uh, have our weapons ready. <laughs> I guess I'll order some raw ethanol for my <laughs> explosives. They probably serve that, right? I mean, yeah, maybe. Leica is just gonna sit under the table and stare at people. Yeah, that checks out. So, well, Providence gonna float? Uh, Providence is going to float right up to the bar. Please serve he says, me. Says, ouch. <laughs> Did you like that one, Leica? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was I was looking at at this person eating food. I'm going to use the uh, trick, uh, puppy dog eyes, but I'm uh-huh. not going to spend an action point on it to try to get food. Okay, you, you got some food. Uh, they, they toss a handful of french fries down. They're pretty good. They're pretty Yay. good. Uh, everybody makes aw noises. Yeah. Cute little doggy thinks it's people with a I make, hat. like, quiet, threatening, rumbling noises instead, but it's the equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> so... So your uh, your trail has led you to a warehouse that you know used to hold them, and now is a uh, restaurant and concert venue. What do you do? Hmm. Well, it's probably a long shot that the person working the bar knows sign language. Man, they should—they really actually should Are see that. Sure? I'll go up and try it out. I'll the person behind the I'm bar ordering. totally speaks sign language. Oh, I'm very excited. Uh, she's really excited to see somebody. Uh, she has a minor in sign language interpretation, but she, uh, works in, uh, the restaurant business for the flexible hours because she's also, uh, an actor. Yeah. Adam nods understandingly, even though he's scientists and actors are, you know, they're pretty opposite. Anyway, I'm gonna, um, I guess I'm going to roll with my skill, um, I called it friendly negotiation because Adam's a nice guy to just make friends and eventually try to eke out the history of this location if she knows it. Here we go. Time to roll the giant d6. Five. All right. Uh, f- a skilled five is a success. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Just, just a success. <laughs> but, uh, Don't take this away from me. She's uh, really into the city's uh, history and architecture, and she's been studying up on the building in which she works. So, nice. yeah. Uh, she's able to tell you that, yeah, this was uh, a disused warehouse. It uh, laid just out uh, uh, abandoned for a while. Uh, the city never really packed up properly uh, until we bought it. There's still, like, old uh, filing cabinets in back but uh, we never got rid of them. Uh, um, 
With my wealth of two, can I leave a healthy tip for her to not notice us slipping into the basement? Absolutely. Would that be... Would two count as overwealth? I would assume so, unless she's demanding a tip of like $10,000 or so. <laughs> you, you can leave a, uh, a starving artist enough of a tip that she stays quiet, especially since she finally got a chance to, to use uh, her broader sign vocabulary. Cool. Uh, and not so have to I... worry about ro rolling wealth. We did it. Let's get down to that basement as soon as we finish lunch. This is pretty good. This is pretty good ethanol. You can really taste the potato vodka or whatever. <laughs> you should ask Laika about potatoes. Potatoes? Adam, how do you consume without uh, just exploding out of your soup? I just kind of open a small hatch in my hand and pour in. Like really fast. <laughs> yeah. Just like, bam! And then closes it again before he explodes. And then I try to act casual when everyone else in the restaurant inevitably looks around for the source of the cherry bomb someone just threw. But actually, Adam just makes the sign for uh, practice. Ex excuse uh, me. <laughs> lots of practice is how he does it. Uh, yeah. Downstairs, you see uh, some broken chairs uh, from the, the dining room. You see some band merch that they didn't take with them. Uh, you know, the, the touring bands that come in here and uh, spare audio equipment. And in the back corner, there are those beat-up old uh, filing cabinets, yeah. All right, let's pour through these things. I would like to use my data mining skill to look for relevant facts inside the filing cabinets. Aha, uh -huh. absolutely. Success with a strike. That is excellent. I love baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one human sport I understand. You do find a, an inventory. You see uh, a, a, a number of items that were shipped to different storage, and you see a, a bill of sale. And what stands out to you for this bill of sale is that the Field Museum of Natural History bought uh, about 50 to 60 pounds of scrap metal, which seems like something... Like, why? Why Why the hell would they buy scrap metal? Museums are so boring. Who knows what they would have wanted it for? We should go to this museum and yell at people until they give us answers. <laughs> I nod in agreement. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still excited because somebody said ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, we will play ball later. Maybe at the museum. Perhaps, perhaps. I, I have no concern for their exhibits. That's good, because, you know, have you ever tried I... to catch a ball with your mouth while wearing a space helmet? It's not friggin' easy. <laughs> you might even say that I exhibit no concern. Let's go. <laughs> um, Time for another competitive driving check. <laughs> <laughs> Competing uh, against every okay. other driver in New York or uh, I will New say, York too, actually. I will <laughs> say that night has fallen. So uh, before you decide your next course of action, you're going to want to decide whether you want to go to the museum while it is open or closed. Because closed, mm. you can do right now. Open, you're going to want to chill out for a while and wait till morning. Spend the night at the Muscum. Night at the Muscum. I love that movie. Yeah. Does anybody have like a breaking and entering skill? Probably. I have a breaking skill, but it's also demolitions, so... I usually break heads, but... 
a door is the, the a doorknob is basically like the head of a door. I have navigation. I could navigate my way through a window. I'm also the devil. <laughs> you also have that one feet. Hint, hint. Yeah, I got things I can do to get into places I shouldn't be. Anyway, we're going there tonight because yeah, it's more go. interesting to be criminals. Is it? Can anybody else drive? No, I can drive. That's okay, all like a. Now that we know we're driving. <laughs> Shit. Another three. Rolling threes. Three is good. Three is a success. You but strike. Right. Yeah, but more importantly, it's a success. <laughs> you successfully drive to the Field Museum of Natural History, and since this was competitive driving, you made wonderful time. And beat someone else just as Did they we were about the- to pull into a parking Did spot. Did we get there before it closed <laughs> because I drove so fast? We beat that. That would be if you got there with a bonus. You got a strike. <laughs> you got the we, opposite of a bonus. We beat the motorcycle driven by the American monkey astronaut. <laughs> yeah, screw that also. guy. <laughs> we arrive as they lock the doors in our face. <laughs> Gosh, what's a good strike for this? Uh, uh. A condition. Uh, re- re- <laughs> it's not a free day at the museum. Yeah, it is. Well, it's always a free day if you break in. But uh, in, in this case, the strike is that uh, uh, Laika is frustrated. Frustrated at all of the trying to fight like, no. rush hour traffic. You know, trying to go into the middle of the city during museum closing time. Ah, oh, what were you thinking? Uh, rush hour like traffic has given like a the frustrated condition. Uh, I suppose we can just call that angry. Angry is in the book, but we're going to call it frustrated. Okay. But we've arrived. But you have arrived. Yeah. All right. You are now in the South Loop. You're actually rather close to your starting point, just about a mile south. Dang it. Hey, oh, yeah. it, oh, well. I didn't lay out the city. Daniel Burnham did. Uh, Oh, I'm sure we'll get to him in this game.